It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Shop the Maggie's Magnesium range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from just $3.19. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. minutes past 6am this morning 31st of March 2022 and it's me Louie Herman Watt here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, i got Kempi in the studio Baz is Kolkata Night Riders oh this is going to get touch and go 85 for 4 are the Royal Challengers I think um, and it, I'm, just, I'm pretty sure it's Royal Challengers Bangalore, just going off the screen in chasing down Baz's Kolkata Knight Riders, about 130-odd. Um, there's not long to go. Maybe six or so overs. Yeah, seven overs, 85 for four, target 129. And Rutherford and Shabazz are just making a nice little partnership here. A wicket is needed. 44 runs from 43 balls. So wickets are what would win the game for the Kolkata Knight Riders. As he is a bit crook this morning. Um, we might catch up with him later in the morning if he can stumble out of bed and head to his pool house, but that's okay because in return, we have been granted permission to have Tony Kemp back in the studio. Morena, Back mate. in the house. Morena, morena. Mate, good to be... It's actually really good to be looking at sport too with all these screens up and everything's going. Got the NRL, got the cricket... I don't know what that else is up there, some IndyCar stuff. But, yeah, mate, no, happy to be back. Is he? Is he? Mate, is he slept in? That's the, that's really what happened, eh? He's oh, taken the title off Kez. Yeah, wow. It's like it's kind of like a rotating cast at the moment of uh, sleeping or in his... Um, it would be hard for Izzy to sleep in considering his studio is about four metres from his bed. But you never really know. Mate, you're looking tan somehow. Like, were you doing tanning in isolation? Um... 
No, <laughs> it's been beautiful, the weather, mate. Like, I've, I actually got out um, just for a little bit of a walk last night because I was allowed out of the house. But, yeah, mate, just sitting in the backyard, really, just doing a bit of work on the computer and talking to you, obviously, every morning. It's been <laughs> it's been quite good sitting at home. I can see why, why Izzy loves it, you know. He just rolls <laughs> out of bed and there's the there's the, the box with your headphones uh, and up it pops and, you know, you don't have to get in your car. And Have you ever thought about how good your life would be if you were an all-black? Oh, mate, I think about it all the time. <laughs> mate, honestly, privileged. Absolutely <laughs> privileged. I think about it every day. Like Blue Breeze. He takes you guys out to Blue Breeze. Well, I was actually thinking, you know, go go up to Pop Ponsonby, go up to Peace Central and and go to the Japanese. I was thinking, you know, that's top notch. But he's gone one better and he's gone, no, nah, no, nah, man, we're taking the Blue Breeze. It's like, oh, I thought oh. we were getting some rum and we were going to be drinking out of a bowl. You were getting something. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was lovely. So, Daggy, hope you're feeling good, mate. Um, or hope you're awake, first of all. Solomon Islands, New Zealand. This is the final of the Oceania uh, football qualifiers. We win this, we play Costa Rica and go to the World Cup if we beat Costa Rica. Costa Rica is not going to be easy. Danny Hay is fired up. I love it that he's wearing a cap at night because the lights are so bright, just like the All Whites future. We will keep tabs on that. Fred De Jong's doing all the hard mahi for Sky Sport. Um, I just love talking football with Fred. There's no one, especially, especially in a high-stakes situation like this, there's no one I'd rather kind of talk to it about, talk to the all white situation, get an honest take on from Fred. I mean, he, he just cuts through all the BS. So, 8 o'clock after this game's finished, we'll hear from Fred de Jong, um, a New Zealand football legend in his own right. After 7 o'clock, Kempe. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, this is the one I want. Yeah? Big Chris Waller on the blower. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar on the blower. Let's make sure we get one for the punters this weekend, okay? He's got a couple. Do you know what? Chris? So Chris Waller, yes, Chris Waller's on the show. Very exciting. Um, uh, big shout-out to the Chris Waller Racing team. They're always very generous with their time, and um, Chris is always keen to enlighten and talk to the New Zealand punters. He never forgets his roots, and he never forgets where he's from, Foxton, and, and he, he loves giving back, and he loves talking to us Kiwis. So we'll talk to Chris. He actually doesn't have a mammoth team in this weekend, which is kind of unusual considering it's day one of the championships. But what he does have in is he's got shots in a couple of group ones that will be very tough to beat, including Nature Strip, um, Steve Hansen. Get on to your nosebleeds. Get on to your nosebleeds. Really? You were, yeah, you were worried about the last start? Hopefully Brian's listening. <laughs> yes, he will be. <laughs> Brian, are you listening? Double eight, double three, just check in. Before Kempi says what he's about to say next, can you just send us a text? Uh, yeah, Chris Waller. And, and look, it's there's, there's a lot to ask Chris about because it's not just about what's happening in the championships this weekend, next weekend with Nature Strip and Very Elegant. There's so much more at stake, Kempi, because he in the background, meanwhile he's making sure every horse out of his 400 turned out perfectly and turning up to win. Um, he's buying yearlings. In the background, he is scheming and drawing up a raid on the Northern Hemisphere to take home affairs, nature strip, and very elegant to race at Royal Ascot and uh, in Paris there. You know, why, you know why he's really going up there, eh? He's going up there to watch the Rugby, World, Rugby League World Cup, mate. That's why, that's why he's heading up there. Hey, look, I know he's... He just thought he'd take a couple of horses up just, just for look, his hobby. I just, I'm just going to brief you nice and early. <laughs> I know he's a union man. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll find out at 7 I, o'clock. I don't want you just like... <laughs> I just don't want you just 
two barrels just going <laughs> at Chris Waller. But he but he's been in Sydney long enough. Surely he loves his 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 league as well. Um, I don't think he's a Warriors fan. He's got too much sensibility for that. He's got too much going on for him to be a Warriors fan. So Chris Waller, any questions you you want to know about Chris Waller's runners? Anything in particular you want to find out from the master trainer? Well, send them to me right now, double eight, double three, and we will put those to the great man. Other than that, Tom Abercrombie, and it's 7.40 today. Wow, Kempi and me have been having spirited discussion off here this morning. One thing about Kempi is Warriors fans think that he hates the club. Anyone that knows him knows that he cares about the club, anyone that I've met. Oh, no. Here's the Rona. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Just a bit of... um. There's been a lot of cleaning product used in this room. I can smell it. it kind of get, you know how the, the, the Dettol spray, it just, it just gets up your nose? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it right off of the top of my nose. Uh, you, you're more passionate about the Warriors than anyone I know, Kempi. So we're gonna yeah, have- no, it's like I, I'm passionate about rugby league in New Zealand. I think in 1989, the New, the New Zealand Rugby League missed an opportunity when the floodgates were open for players to go and play in the country. Uh, leave the country and play in Australia in the competition, and they sat back on their on their their laurels and and didn't really move the game forward. But I think in the modern game, especially today, there's enough money to bring back decent pathways in New Zealand, and I think the Warriors play a big part in that. I think it's a really isolated conversation that um, the Warriors have about their club when it should be a more encompassing conversation around what happens in New Zealand to all of our clubs uh, in retrospect, yeah. if you can get this right. So, mate, yeah, it, it, it is always going to be a heated conversation with me because I don't have... Um, a filter? Well, I don't have a filter when I think about it because I've been, I think, I've been thinking about it for years, about how you get our game back to where it should be. And especially when we're three hours out of a place called New South Wales and Queensland, and I've got it so right. And people keep blaming blaming that we don't have leagues clubs here, and why they can afford it in Australia. We don't need leagues clubs. What we it's it's about um, pathways. We need pathways, and pa- if we get the pathways right, our kids won't leave the country, and our competitions will get stronger. And, and the worry, in retrospect, the Warriors will get stronger. It's a very it's an eerily similar conversation to the one we have about racing. Very, I find it very I find similar. It, I do. I speak to Bruce about. Sport all the time and, and racing, you know what I mean? And they're so similar. Very like, I remember when, when I was coaching the Warriors, and Alan, obviously, a very good friend of mine, Alan Sherrick, came, came up and we started talking. I really was the first time I sort of opened my ears up to him training horses, and he was talking to them as if they were athletes. Mate, Steve Hansen, Al Sherrick, Chris Waller. Why do you think? Why do you think Chris and Steve and and these like top trainers and these top coaches yourself all seem to get along so well? Because you're preparing an athlete, you're preparing you're preparing someone or something to achieve a target and hit a goal, and they have emotions, they have feelings, they have physical needs, and then it's just about you to pull the strings behind them. They're, the similarities are striking. Oh, they yeah, and they they are. You know, like I don't know why we don't recognise. Horse trainers as coaches, exactly. Um, jockeys as athletes. You know what I mean? Like the James McDonald um, world champ, as far as jockeys go, and and ranked number one in the world, not being recognised in any awards in New Zealand is is what about, astounding. What about, what about this one? What about this one? I was banging the drum in the in the lead up to it, and as far as I'm aware, it didn't happen. New Zealand thoroughbred racing. I said 
Danielle Johnson's just won the premiership by 50, 60 odd. She, she, I think she rode 150 odd winners or more uh, in the season. The premiership just gone. How did she get nominated for Helberg Sportswoman of the Year? I, I, she goes up against blokes in her in her what what other you know who else is actually riding against competing against men and I didn't I mean I may, I could be mistaken and if I am I apologise but I didn't see your name even in the nominees which was disappointing. For well, me. Scott Dixon Scott Dixon wraps himself around um, a V eight and steel. You know what I mean? She's she's sitting on top of a V eight with a, with another fifty V eights running right next to her and she's weighing fifty kilos, ringing wet. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. the 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 amount of ability that a jockey has is phenomenal. So we're just we're just slightly lost track there. The point is these there's lots of similarities between trainers and coaches. There's lots of similarities between the rugby league um, setting and kind of where we're at and how we've got, got so far behind Australia and where we are in New Zealand racing in Australia. But these aren't things we're going to solve before quarter past six this morning. <laughs> what we're going to solve before quarter past six this morning, though. Joe, morning. Hey, morning, guys. How are we going? Yeah, we're good. Joe in the kitchen out the back. Um, is oh, he's a wonderful young man. He's, oh, thank he's you. Got a, all right, just let me finish. Sorry, sorry. There's a lot more to come, mate. There's <laughs> okay. a lot of qualifiers here. There's a lot of improvement to come, I was about to say. Uh, uh. <laughs> there's, but there's a, lot good, there's a lot good going on for him, including the fact that he has just, Kempe, been accepted. No, not that one. He's been accepted <laughs> for a flat... Oh, how good. You know, I wasn't even getting viewings before. No one would even see me. And the first flight I see, just up the road, guys. I got it. How good. I don't need my girlfriend. My life's good without her. I've succeeded already. See, see what he's done there? He's, he's managed to talk about his ex-girlfriend 20 seconds after being on air. I can't help myself. He is sick for it. Um, you're moving out of home. Thank Your parents are just like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> they are absolutely loving it. I mean, it's it's all it's all they've asked for, really. But um, as as soon as I said, "Hey, mum, I'm moving out um, next week," she started crying. She was like, "Already?" Oh. And I'm like, "You've been asking me to get out, you know." Oh, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, I, I just okay. thought it would take you months because no one would want you." But, uh, <laughs> but, but just I don't know. I just got into the sky really well, and yeah, we hit it off. Okay, man. All right. Now the point the point is, Kimpi. Now Joe's got the flat, and there was a, there was a couple of pep talks to make sure he got the flat. There was a bit of, you know, we want we want this for Joe so bad, so we've we've put forward the best version of Joe to get into this flat. So now the real work begins, right? Because now he's got to live with these people, and he needs to show that he can be a functioning member of society. And there's just a couple of rough edges we need you to polish off and just to round off for us, Kimby. I'll give him two weeks. What do you mean? Give me two weeks till I get kicked out. Mum will be mum will be cooking your tea in two weeks. Don't worry about that. No, no, no. Look, I, I'm feeling confident. Um, Kimby's told me how to cut an onion. Um, I, I, I know we all we all had a go at it, but um, <laughs> trying to teach me. Seriously, seriously, I said you know how to cut an onion. He just he honestly did said said no. But got no idea. We've, we've been through this about twenty times. Uh, I know. Joe, where, yeah. Joe, where would you say the two big areas of work ons you need to have are? Oh wow! Just two. Um, just just pick a couple. Yeah. We're gonna What we're gonna do is we're gonna get people to help you. The first one is cooking. Cooking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So double eight, double three, and you really need to help us out here. 
Kempi's given Joe his stock standard chicken soup recipe. Roast chicken day one, chicken carcass, bones go in the pot, you know, a bit of stock, some carrots, some celery, some onion, um, you know, all that good stuff for day two. Beautiful. Exactly what we're thinking. What is your can't miss bulletproof flat, first ever flat that you're actually taking seriously uh, meal? that you can send through, the more basic, the better for poor Joe. Make sure that the ingredients, we're not working with um, some of seafood here or anything that costs, you know. We're thinking real kind of university days. What are the best flat recipes that you can send through on double eight, double three? And Joe's going to print them out and he's going to go and practice them, right? Sure. No, I mean, yeah, yes, I like, look, I definitely should learn how to cook properly. I mean, I am an adult man now. I'm 23. You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's getting scary now how, how immature I am. I really need to need to be able to dress myself, you know, not get mum to buy me clothes from Allenstein's. Like, it's, it's about taking the step up, you know? It's not, it's not that generation that I'm worried about. It's not this generation I'm worried about. It's the next one, Mate, you know. The hey, pain on Kimpy's face. Oh, I'm just thinking about the poor kids in another 20 years. Like we're saying, like, do you know how to peel an onion? Can you boil an egg? And and I'll call them kids at twenty three these days. Say no. What are the What are the next generation going to say? I'm not kidding, Kimpy. It's actually a discussion, and this is pretty. Well, it's not morbid, but it's pretty real for this time of the morning. It's a discussion I've had with friends. You know, do, are you planning? Do you actually want to have kids? Because do you want to bring kids into the world we're going to live in? And that when you hear things like "I can't cut an onion at twenty three, and then you start thinking about what it's going to be like in another oh, twenty years. Oh, like that that tears that tears at my heartstrings. That does. Like if you know, if you've if you've obviously a lot of parents out there listening to the show, a lot of a lot of dads. And may I I um I was speaking to my son yesterday. There's nothing better than having, having a sit yeah. down with your son. You know what I mean, and talking about all sorts of things. What's in the life. world going to look like though? Is it, is it you know? I mean, uh, again, it's, it's probably not the right time or place to have this very philosophical well, conversation. Well, when Will Smith walks up and slaps Chris Rock, who knows what the world's going to look That's like in I the mean, future? Mate. You know, it's sort of it's changing all the time. But you know, it doesn't take away the fact that you know, twenty three year old grown man doesn't know how to boil an egg. Like you can fix that quite easily. It takes three minutes. I'd like to be a dad one day. <laughs> yeah, right, Joe. That's enough for you from the morning. Um, tick double eight, double three. What recipes do you have for Joe? What can you come up with for our Joey in the kitchen? Uh, we'd love anything simple: your spag bowl your recipe, your tortilla recipe, your I don't know, your Mexican, your, your Indian curry, your, your basic butter chicken, whatever it is. Send it through. Joe is not fussy, trust me. 20 minutes past six this morning. I've thought a lot about the America's Cup over the last 24 hours. I want to give you my final-ish verdict on it after this. Baz Nizzi for breakfast, Chemist Warehouse. Thanks, Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.